Good evening. Hi, everybody. So we're going to begin um, with a sitting that um, will start with following the breath. Then we'll include a second anchor, listening to sounds along with the breath. And then um, Actually, no, we'll, we'll, the second anchor will be the sensations in our hands. And then we'll include the sounds in our environment as well. So ending up with three different anchors as a way of perhaps um, opening the possibility for the experience of open awareness. Um, just uh, just feeling what it's like to, to be aware of the body, the breath, the environment without necessarily even holding on to any particular anchors. Um, so um, that may or may not be in the cards for each of us tonight, that that sense of open awareness, but having the three anchors, breath, some sensations in the body, sensation in the environment, um, will be a kind of gateway to the possibility of experience of open awareness. Um, so one point of concentration, gradual expanding to a more and more open kind of awareness where eventually we can experiment with letting go of any anchors at all and just being aware without letting, without focusing our mind or awareness on any particular thing. Um, in Zen, this form of open awareness is called shikantaza, which means just sitting. Um, and it is the core practice of the Zen tradition that I was trained in. Um, but it's nice, I think, to have little steps along the way to get there because um, it's not so easy just to say, just be aware. You know, um, usually if we try that, we just start like thinking and we're just like, you know, off. Um, so, so we'll gradually get to a point where we can see if we can dip our toes into that kind of like, or let go let go of everything and just see what it's like to just be aware, just noticing what's happening. Um, so that's a preview of the, of the, the practice that we'll do tonight. Um, and then we'll have a little chance to talk afterwards. Um, so please get into a comfortable position for sitting practice. If you like, take a few deep breaths. Just to settle into this sitting, into this moment. And as you breathe in deeply, you feel the back, the spine lengthen. And as you exhale, feel the shoulders soften. Before we begin following the breath, let your awareness just explore the sensations in the places where your body is making contact with the seat beneath you. If your feet are on the ground, feel the sensations, the contact between your feet and the ground beneath you. 
Feel the sensations produced by the contact between your bottom and the seat you're sitting on. Just feel the physical presence of your body as a whole sitting here. The weight of the body, the pull of gravity on your body. Just feel that for a bit. And now, slowly, gradually, gently, let your awareness begin to move towards the breath. And please feel free to follow the breath wherever feels most natural and comfortable for you. Three places you might follow the breath are, first, the sensations of the breath in the nose. You can park your awareness in the inside of your nostrils and Feel the sensations produced there by the air as it passes in and out of the nose. The second option is the sensations in the chest as the chest rises and falls with the breath. And a third option is the sensations in the belly as the belly rises and falls with the breath. Any one of these spots is fine. And remember, we're not thinking about the breath nor are we trying to manage or control the breath. We're letting the breath just come and go at its own rhythm. And we're just attending to the sensations produced by the breath. In the nose, the chest, or the belly. Whenever thoughts or anything else pulls you away from the breath so that you lose track of the breath, just notice that that has happened. 
gently take note of what has pulled you away, what kind of thought or emotion or sensation, and gently but firmly bring your awareness back the sensations of the breath. As we continue sitting and your awareness begins to settle, see if you can feel the sensations of one entire inhalation from the beginning of the in-breath to the end. And an entire exhalation from the beginning of the out-breath to the end. Feel the way that the sensations change subtly throughout the course of a single in-breath and a single out-breath. as you continue becoming ever more intimate with the sensations of the breath. Perhaps try paying particular attention to the sensations at the end of each exhalation. Feel with as much texture as possible the way each breath finishes. And then notice 
the pause between the end of one out-breath and the beginning of the next in-breath. Please remember that it is not a problem at all if the mind continues thinking. The point of this practice is not to get our thoughts to stop. The mind will do whatever the mind will do. And occasionally, perhaps even very often, it will completely pull us away from our object of concentration. That's okay. Just when you can, just notice that that has happened and come back to the breath. And notice too if you feel any frustration with yourself. And just know that that is but another thought, another judgment. And then return to the breath. No need to judge ourselves. Each time we return to the breath is an opportunity to make a fresh beginning. That's all this practice is, one fresh beginning after another. Now, as you continue feeling the sensations of the breath in this way, please include in your awareness the sensations in your hands. Just feel the breath, but also just feel whatever sensations there are in your hands at the same time. If it feels hard to feel the hands and the breath at the same time, move gently at a leisurely pace between the hands and the breath, following the breath for a few moments and then feeling your hands for a few moments. 
And then once in a while, try to hold both in awareness at the same time. Over time and with practice, it'll become easier and easier to do this. But at first, you may need to toggle your awareness back and forth. And that's totally fine. Now please continue following the breath and feeling the sensations in your hands. But now add into your awareness all the sounds in the environment around you. And again, if you cannot follow all three anchors at the same time, slowly, gently toggle between them, letting your awareness rest on the breath for a bit, then moving to the sensations in your hands. And then listening for all the sounds around you for a bit before returning to the breath. Moving amongst these three anchors is totally fine. Just once in a while, see if you can hold all three anchors in awareness simultaneously.
feeling the sensations of the breath, sensations in our hands, and opening ourselves up to all the sounds in the space around us. When we first try to hold all three anchors simultaneously, it's natural to be tempted to strain. It feels like an effortful thing to try to do all three things at the same time. But try to notice how straining actually makes it harder to hear everything that's going on around us. When we listen with effort, we actually block our hearing. We close ourselves off from the environment around us. The only way to hear everything around us is to relax totally, to stop trying to hear. Experiment with relaxing into this practice. Not trying to grasp the breath, the sensation, the hands, and the sounds around us. Let's just open to them. Letting them all come into and be a part of our awareness. If you're able to hold all three anchors in awareness at the same time, you might try experimenting with dropping them, just letting yourself be aware of yourself, the body as a whole, just sitting here, and of the environment around you, the sounds, the feel of the air, 
no longer focusing on anything in particular, like the breath or sounds. Just noticing everything that's going on in your body, including the breath, or being aware of what's going on in your environment, including sounds. Just open, choiceless awareness. It's okay if that does not seem possible at this point. It will come with time. And even if you can experience it for some moments, even some minutes, at some point you might start daydreaming, get a little spacey. And if that happens, just bring yourself back to the three anchors. Listen for sounds. Fall to breath. Feel your hand as a way of regrounding yourself in the here and now. If during the course of this sitting or any sitting you do like this, you ever begin to feel lost, like you're just daydreaming, you can always just return to the breath alone. And then after a little bit, add in your hands. And then eventually add in sounds. You can always come back to basics. And really all we're doing is just being aware of our present moment reality. 
feeling the body, noticing the sensations of the body, noticing the breath, noticing what's going on in our environment. All we're doing is just being aware. There's nowhere to get to, no special experience to achieve. Just returning to the fullness of the present moment, whatever it contains. Okay, that's great. Please feel free to move your body, get comfortable, get a drink of water. So by the way, on, on my um, website, the Williamstown Zen Group website, in the page that describes these Tuesday night sittings, I added a little bit of language, which I just wanted to mention to you guys who probably have no reason to check, check that page for updates. But I just mentioned that 
people should feel free if they like to come just for the sitting on Tuesday night and to log off if they just want to sit and not stay for the, I don't want people to feel like if they come out of some, some sense of politeness, they have to hang out for the whole hour. If sometimes you just want to sit, just sit and then log off. The nice thing about Zoom is you can make exits very discreetly. You know, it's just a the zip and a little box disappears. Um, so, and I, I think I also especially meant that for students at the college, you might be very happy to come for half an hour sitting, but an hour is a big commitment um, and a weekday evening for college students. So I just wanted to make sure that people knew they could do that. So that goes for everybody. Um, so I guess first I just wanna ask, are there any questions about the practice that we did tonight? I, I think of this as like the kind of bread and butter of what we do, um, moving from kind of focus concentration to open awareness and every single step from just following the breath to following breath and sounds, to following breath, sounds and hands, to then trying to like, like seeing what it feels like to let go of those anchors and just be aware in an open way. Every single one of those stages is a worthy practice in itself. Um, and it's, um, if any of you ever wonder like what would be a good kind of daily practice, I think this, what we did tonight would be a good one. This is the one to, 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 to use as the basic one. Um, and then adding in other things like loving kindness and body scans whenever you, um, you know, once in a while, but this is really the basic one. Um, so were there any questions about it or anything that anyone want to share about how the experience of these practices went for you? Okay, there's no need. I just, just I'm not, I'm not fishing for responses. Just if anyone has anything, I want to make sure there's space. Um, I think that the only thing that I just, I want to touch on one thing that um, I think might and probably will come up during the course of a practice like what we did tonight. Um, and maybe it did for some of you during tonight's practice, but it, once in a while, when you're practicing the kind of awareness practice we just did, something might arise, like a particular kind of feeling or uncomfortable sensation of the body that calls particularly for your attention. You know, so like when we're when we're, for example, when we're following like the all three anchors, let's say, you know, we're we're following the breath, we're feeling our hands. We're listening to sounds environment. Um, you know, it I'm not I'm not trying to be prescriptive. Like it's not it's not supposed to feel one particular way, but and so I don't want you to take what I'm about to say in in that sense, like, oh wait, maybe it didn't feel that way. But like in general, it's like I think it's it's a kind of sense of um I'm just aware in a kind of open way. It may not be like totally open, but it's like I'm not focused on one thing. Like I'm aware of multiple things at the same time. My awareness is kind of like um wide spectrum you know i may not feel everything in the body at the same time I may not be aware of everything in the environment at the same time you know but um it's a it's an openish open-ish kind of awareness 
Um, and that kind of awareness has room for, you know, I'll feel a little bit of prickliness here. I'll feel an itch. I'll have some thoughts that come through my mind. An emotion might flow through that. And we'll notice that, but it won't like, none of that will hook us. You know, it'll be like, oh yeah, okay, I'm, I'm having some thoughts. I'm fantasizing about you know, this person I have a crush on or this person who has betrayed me or whatever it may be, okay? Or um, uh, or I'm just thinking about dinner or I'm, I'm bored or like I have this itch, man, I really want to itch, you know, I want to scratch that. But things will come up, right? But they won't be the kind of things that um, that that have enough juice or magnetic power uh, to hook us. Um, maybe the be person who betrayed me wasn't such a good example for that reason, but you know, you get the idea, like stuff, you know, stuff will flow through. Um, and, um, and there's no need to pay particular attention to any of it. Like you, you know, it's, you kind of are aware that it's there, right? But the container of awareness is kind of spacious enough stable enough that that's just part of like the the flux of your experience um and and there's no need to um like note the thoughts or no need to like say okay there's a sensation he's just he's just there and so it just becomes like almost like another thing along with the breath along with your hands along with sounds and oh yeah there's some sensations here there's some thoughts there that's and that's in a way kind of like the like you know that's when it's like kind of really humming you know this 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 kind of awareness practice you create this kind of open space open container and it has room for like whatever to come and go um but once in a while something will arise that doesn't flow in that way that kind of like your your awareness is both drawn towards it and it closes up around it like it kind of like um, it's a little bit more consuming of your awareness. And maybe the person who betrayed you, that's a better example for this, this case, you know. Or it could just be some kind of tension, some kind of physical discomfort that um, that certainly pops up. And it could be pain or it could be something that feels like a physical discomfort, but you also sense maybe has a little bit of emotional, you know, coloring to it, you're not sure. Um, and so when that happens, it is um, worthwhile to let your attention be drawn to whatever that that thing is that's coming up. That's um, because it's it's being drawn anyway, you know. Um, and so, um, you know, what we can end up doing, which is counterproductive, is kind of doubling down on the on the anchors. Like, say, okay, I really don't want to like. Get, feel this i don't want to get caught up in this thought you know i'm gonna like i'm gonna focus on the breath i'm gonna you know like keep listening to sounds it's almost like the practice starts to become a defense against whatever it is that's starting to arise um and then that just kind of distorts everything it starts to become first of all like uh, you're in, you know, you're using it for a kind of ulterior motive to get away from your experience, which is the opposite of actually what this practice is all about, which is opening to your experience. Um, and it creates a lot of tension. You know, it's, it makes the practice feel effortful and, and, and like a strain because it, it's becoming a form of resistance to your reality in this moment. So let your awareness move towards 
whatever it is that has as seeming to like has this juice i think that might be just a good way but it has this extra sense of like you know energy to it and let your awareness just feel experience whatever it is that it that um has come up um notice the physical sensations be curious about them um or acknowledge the thought you know and in this if like this is a time where noting or labeling can be really useful like uh having a thought how could she have done that to me you know having a thought i can't trust anyone you know those kind of like like pause and then now really explicitly just take note of what it is that has now hooked your awareness you know so strongly um and i think a key thing is let your awareness dwell with whatever has come up for a little while but don't let it stay there forever then after you know it's there's no like formula for this but like be there with it for a bit uh, could be like half a minute it could be a, like a number of breaths you know it could be a little while and then return to the practice of the anchors let your awareness go back to the breath hands and sounds um i think it's very important to let your self move towards whatever it is that has caught your attention and it's just as important to let go of that thing that's come up and 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 move back to the open awareness that whatever it is that's come up may call your attention again especially if it's something quite deep and powerful you know it's not it's probably gonna you know re-emerge it may never have gone away you know it, it may still be there but um and then you can return to it again after a bit but then keep returning to the open awareness because the idea is eventually you want your 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 um you want it you you want to be able to experience that thought that emotion that sensation as part of this bigger field of awareness rather than something that kind of constricts your awareness but I think this is the thing that I want to um, kind of uh, kind of just focus on tonight, which is the attitude with which we move towards that thing, that you know, thing for lack of a better word, um, thought, feeling, sensation, right? That has um, sort of grabbed us, hooked us, and it is to to um, try as much as possible to approach it with not just curiosity. And openness but also with a certain kind of softness or kindness can we um you know actually like tiknahan likes to say say hello to your anger right so hello to your fear and i think you know some people when they hear that it sounds so corny and you know i remember the first time i heard that i, I can't imagine saying that that sounds so corny you know I, like say hello but i think i first of all i got over that and i eventually tried it and i realized that it's just actually like a beautiful simple way of sort of um encouraging us to look at what's coming up in us with warmth i mean i think just really like 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 um instead of and i think what's the opposite of warmth well there are a few different things that are opposite of warmth i mean one is like aggression aggressiveness like i want this thing to get the hell out of here and you know, i want this okay that's that's obvious right um and i think 
when we do that, we kind of know, okay, that's a little bit off. But I think the much more subtly problematic opposite of hello is to look at our inner experience with a cold clinical detachment. You know, I think we can look at something that arises that's uncomfortable, that may be even a little bit painful to us, um, and think we're practicing with it, you know, really well. But really what we're doing is we're almost giving like a stare down. We're like when you're in an argument with your partner or spouse and you just, you know, you're just looking at them and you're just like cold. You know, I don't know. Maybe some of you are so good you've never done that or like a real friend, right? And it's like, it's almost worse. Well, I don't know what's worse. Like yelling at a person is pretty bad, <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's a different, it's a different version of really bad, right? When you're just giving them the cold, you know, like just like staring at them, you know, and we can do that to our like unpleasant inner states and thoughts and feelings, right? And it's just as bad in a certain way. It's like, we think we're attending to it. We think we're being aware of what's going on inside, but we're really just, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a coldness that's signaling to to whatever it is, like this fear that we may be experiencing or this upsetness or jealousy where I don't want you. I don't accept you. You know, I'm, I'm doing my best to, to put out a good face and tolerate you, but that's just because I know eventually that'll make you go away, you know? Um, and so either trying like saying hello to the phenomenon, the inner experience, or just trying to attend to it with some kind of kindness and warmth. It is a really, I think, doing that will reveal to you whether or not you're actually like really being with that sensation or feeling or thought, or whether what you're really doing is trying to push it away. Um, you can't manufacture the kind of warmth I'm talking about, but I think going sort of cultivating the intention to look at these experiences with warmth shows you when it's not there. I think that is the revealing thing. And you'll say, oh yeah, I'm really just fighting this. I'm really just like being kind of like aggressive towards this or I'm just, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and then just slowly, gently, over time, see if you can more and more approach it with actual warmth. You know, awareness, that word can sound like it's like it's it could it's kind of ambiguous. You know, I think it can sound like, oh, yeah, that just means just watch, you know, just just notice. But the awareness of the kind of practice that we're doing is ultimately actually a very kind and warm awareness. It's not just clinical. And so, um, so trying to say hello can show us, almost like illuminate whether or not the quality of awareness we're bringing to our inner experience is clinical, is cold or not, all right? Um, and then show us where maybe a little bit more kindness, um, where there's room for more kindness. Um, when, um, you know, I've said one of the kind of running themes in these Tuesday nights for years has been when we 
employ practice or awareness as a way of trying to get rid of some kind of experience we're having. Um, it just often kind of actually um, helps perpetuate that form of suffering. You know, if we fight, if we try to, if we're aggressive towards some kind of inner experience that we're having, it will actually often make that experience worse. Um, you know, we get fearful about our fear, we get angry at our anger, things like that, right? Um, it just creates more of what we're trying to get away from. The only way to break that cycle is to actually try to fully accept with warmth and kindness, whatever that experience may be. Not easy to do. And there's no trick. It's not like, oh, if I just do this technique, right? Like if I do what Thich Nhat Hanh said and say, hello to my fear, I'll be able to do it. No, but it's like trying it will, will, um, it will it's, it's a step, but it's, it's something that's a long journey. Um, what it means to open our hearts to ourselves and what we're experiencing. I mean, that is what this practice is ultimately about. There is no method that will just make that happen. You know, there's no trick. Um, but we can feel our way to that by noticing in particular where our heart is closed to ourselves. I think that's the key. In a way, what I'm saying is become more attuned to the way in which we're using awareness in a cold and personal way as a way of beginning to feel our way towards a greater kind of warmth and openness so that we can actually begin to say, oh, hello, anxiety. Hello, fear. Um, I mean, in a weird way, it's like the ultimate question is, how long do we want to run, keep running from the life that we have? Right? I mean, who we are, the experience we have, this is who we are. This is our life. And this practice is about opening to that life. Um, Yeah. I think it's questions like those that start to really come up when you practice deeply. Like, how long do I want to be trying to get away from the life I have towards some kind of fantasy life I think I might achieve? You know, even with the help of something like meditation. You know. And when will I actually start embracing the life I actually have? So, um, any questions or any thoughts about any of this or anything that may be coming up in your own practice? Hi, Sylvia. Hi. I, I really hear what you're saying, and I, I do think what happens sometimes, but I don't think this is the reason you should do it, 
by accepting what it is that you have that's there um, and not changing it. it. Somehow it changes so that it's actually, it becomes um, not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Because, and that's not something you do. That's not the intention. That's not why you accept mm-hmm. it. But that's like a result that happens that I've just seen personally in my life in the past. It takes like years. But what happens is you just you just realize this is actually really good where I am right now. And it's not what I wanted to do, but it's where I am. And it's it's actually the best place for me to be right now. And so that's a, um, mm-hmm. just being aware of that is a gift, I, I think. And I'm, I'm by, the, by accepting it. That's exactly right. No, totally. No, I think that is is what can happen. The very thing that we were like trying to avoid, something transforms, you know, and sometimes it just, it transforms radically. It can even just dissolve, you know, the thing that we were so afraid of can just, you know, the thing that we thought was a monster hiding under the bed, it's actually mm-hmm. not that at all, you know. Um, right. Yeah. And the, the 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 Buddhist actually actually I think this might be specifically to the Tibetan tradition, but I think it's a beautiful term. You realize that like certain um, through mental states are self liberating. You know, you, it's like it's you you when you touch them with compassion and kindness, it's like you just aware of them. They just dissolve on their own. But it's the the difficulty is of actually being able to really just look at them, touch them with right. compassion. And openness without any agenda as you put it right, right. without yeah. the intent to change it yeah. yeah yeah and then everything changes and then but we're so afraid that it won't and that's the interesting thing our very aversion to things that we don't want to feel calcifies them keeps yeah. keeps those patterns in place right yeah. Keeps them power. yeah but it takes a lot of courage to like risk opening to something you know and- that you've spent much of your life avoiding. Right. Can't be rushed. But you never know when it happens. Just because it can't be rushed doesn't mean it takes 10 years either. It could happen tomorrow. (laughs) It could happen half an hour from now, right? That's the thing. It's like, there's no, the ordinary sense of time does not apply. But it is, but it, it, but it can't be, it has to happen its own time. Yeah. Right. Right. So um, I've kept this over last few weeks and I don't want to do that tonight. Um, it's like the worst thing a teacher can do is keep a class late. <laughs> um, yeah, Jenna's smiling, she knows. <laughs> so um, so uh, I'm not gonna do that tonight. Um, so if there's anything anyone would like to hear addressed on a Tuesday night, please send me a note. Say, you know, it'd be lovely to hear a few remarks on this or that topic or something coming from me in my practice. I feel like it's so much nicer for me when this feels like a, a, like a back and forth. I don't have like deep wisdom, which I should impart. You know, it's not like that. It's, you know, as I much more, I was like, what's, what's a lie for people in their practice, you know? So let me know. I, I sometimes can intuit and guess and I think what's a lie for me. But um, if there's something alive for you, let me know. So could we sit for just a, 
a minute or so to end the evening before we say goodnight. Okay, and then we can say goodbye. All right, everyone. Wonderful to see you all. Good night. Thank you, Bernie. Thank